Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a psychic medium, you're dealing with heavy stuff. You know, you're dealing with people who are grieving. You're dealing with sometimes difficult relationships between the spirit and the person that you're reading for. And that's not an easy thing to do. What's up? Welcome to Figuring Out 30. This is the podcast exploring the chaos, confusion, and clarity that comes with life in our 30s. I'm Bridget Husswaite. I'm going to say a quick happy birthday, first of all, to my baby girl, Daisy. She's currently uh, asleep on the bed, but it's her second birthday today. My little black toy cavoodle. I got her as a lockdown puppy in September 2021. Her tail is wagging so hard now. She knows I'm talking about her. Um, I need her to stay calm though, because sometimes she comes up and sniffs the microphone and can make it really hard to get this podcast done. But um, yes, happy birthday, little Daisy. You're two years old. We'll get rid of the mummy voice now. Uh, We've got to focus on what is coming up. So this episode of Figuring Out 30, <laughs> we're sorry, I'm still distracted by Daisy. Get it together. This episode, we are connecting with spirit. Mm, I have got psychic medium Jessica Lynn joining me, and we're going to get inside her mind and see how this stuff works, what people seek from her, what can you expect in one of these sessions with a psychic medium. I have always personally been a big believer of spirits and connecting with the other side. I definitely think something is out there. Um, Something that actually really cemented that for me was back in 2011 when I was living at like Uni Lodge, like accommodation on campus at Swinburne. And went upstairs to one of my friend's apartments that she was sharing with some other people. And one of her friends, Luke, put together a Ouija board. And I've never done one before, but that shit was nuts. Like we all dead set had our fingertips on the top of the glass and it was fucking moving around and spelling out stuff. And I really wanted to get through to my nanny, my dad's mum. No one knew her name. You couldn't even Google it. Like there's no way you could have found it on the internet or whatever. But the Ouija board, when it got around to like my turn and who I wanted to kind of get through to, it spelled out Lois and it was so crazy like the craziest thing I've ever experienced and I've also been seeing like a tarot card reader clairvoyant since 2019 I go see her every year and she's pretty bang on like um she's dropped specific names and has said some yeah really really spot on stuff and yeah now I'm going to be chatting to Jess so you're going to be hearing little bits of my own session with her not the whole thing because it was pretty lengthy so I've just cut out some little bits and the kind of messages that came through for that. But yeah, Jess also shares some of the things that you can do to help tap into your own intuition because it's something that she reckons we all have. Like Jess doesn't think she's a chosen one or whatever, but she's spent a lot of time kind of leaning into it and honing in on her spirituality skills. 
and bringing messages to those who seek them. So, I mean, I'm interested to hear if you are a believer of this stuff and if you've gone and had, you know, your cards read or you've connected with someone on the other side, definitely send through your experience to the Figuring Out 30 Instagram at Figuring Out 30 Podcast. I would love to hear what it's been like for you, but let's get into this session with Jessica Lynn. Jess, welcome to Figuring Out 30 and thank you so much for taking time for a, a chat and a, and a vibe. That's what I'm kind of coining this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yay. Well, let's start. Let's kind of dive into, I guess, your profession, your field of work. So you're known as a psychic medium and I feel like we hear, you know, psychics and mediums, but I have, I personally haven't spoken to a psychic medium before, like the two together. So do you want to explain what it is and how it may differ from just like a regular psychic or, and whatnot? Yeah. So, um, I call myself a psychic medium because I guess the difference is, um, psychics will pick up on information around you and what's going on with you right now. They may pick up on things that are going to happen to you in the future, or I guess possibilities of what could happen. Um, and a medium is someone that connects with your loved ones, um, in the spirit world. So I have the ability to be able to do both. It sort of just blends that way. (laughs) Which wow. is really cool. So okay. cool. How <laughs> so you kind of get your yeah, like a spiritual vibe check from people and you can provide like guidance and can you predict things in the future or foresee things? Um, sometimes it's sort of I like to come from a place of I'll always connect with spirit first. So my I'm probably more a medium um than anything but then as I start like connecting to spirit and then they start bringing through information then my psychic senses kind of start like turning on a little bit um and yeah I have predicted quite a few things that um yeah spirit know how to surprise us (laughs) I bet and so when we talk about connecting with those who have passed on when you get people who come to see you uh, are you are you able to connect with who they're requesting you to connect with or is it just whatever's coming in Like, do you have control over that? Um, I like to start with the flow first and sort of just see what naturally unfolds. Most of the time, I'll tell you probably like 95% of the time, you've manifested who's going to rock up anyway. (laughs) So you're probably going to get who you want to speak to um, regardless. But if it's not the first person that steps forward, um, I always like to sort of go to the message first because there's obviously a reason why this person wants to give you a message tonight. And it might be because they have been through something similar or they're just the right person to deliver in a way that you need to hear it. And then I'll usually ask, is there someone that you were hoping to connect with if it wasn't the person that they were hoping to? And usually they step forward, but sometimes it's not dial a spirit. (laughs) So we can't always get what we want, but majority of the time they they like to play ball. So (laughs) spirits on standby. (laughs) Hello. I love that. That's so funny. So when did you realize that you had these kind of special gifts, this intuition going on? I know. I think I've always sort of had it. Even when I was younger, I just loved all things psychic mediums. And I loved thinking that there was going to be something, you know, on the other side and that my intuition isn't just, you know, wishful thinking. So that's really what propelled me forward and kept that sort of interest that I had was because I was like, I just wanted to know more. Like I was so obsessed with psychic mediums. I'd like see so many of them, just hoping that like I would get some inkling or, you know, more information of how I could accelerate my, I guess, my intuition, my skills. Um, But yeah, it wasn't until I was like 
in my 20s that I actually started to do something about it or kind of knew what to do about it. Because when you're young, you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> like I just kind of feel things and, you know, it wasn't necessarily as strong as what it is now when I've actually turned it on let's say. Right. And actually paid attention to it. When you talk about developing those skills and honing in on it a bit more, like I'm literally coming to you from like a a psychic medium 101 kind of vibe. It's like, you you can't do a course or anything, right? So like, how do you kind of develop the skills or is there a course? Do do you just talk to other people in the field? How does it work? I literally did a course. Oh, wow. So it does exist. It does. <laughs> it What's does. It like? I know. So I actually met um, my mentor, Erica, at it was just like the Frankston Mind, Body, Soul, like, you know, those little festival things that they have um, at like the art centers. So I met her there and I did a reading with her and I was like, oh, you were really good, like so spot on. And then I just started following her on social media. And then she posted this thing one day saying, I'm doing like a beginner's like course it's like six weeks um and I thought why not I'll just like I'm so keen on it um and then I ended up like getting hooked and I was like I cannot believe how easy it was for me to just turn it on all this time I'm like I could have just done it but I just didn't know how so there's definitely people out there that can guide you and like a lot of people are self-taught and they sort of just feel it out but I found I'm like I'm the kind of person that likes to like get my ducks in a row and I like to do things like 100%. Yeah. Well, I feel like because I was watching an interview before, right, of this other chick who was just um, doing an interview and finding out um, about all of this stuff and she was kind of – the way she described it I thought was really useful and easy. That Would you agree that everyone kind of has, you know, a switch to it but some people are just on low and they don't know how to get it up and then others when you do pay attention to it and open that space for it that they know how to crank it and really yeah tap into it is that an accurate kind of analogy yeah absolutely and I think that I was just on low for so long and I just had no idea because one of these psychic mediums I saw was like you should be able to turn this on and off like a light switch like it should just be so easy for you. And I'm like, but I don't know how. But yeah, I'm just so glad that I took the initiative to do it. And like, don't get me wrong, there's so many people out there who I think we all have intuition. I think we are all connected to our loved ones. We can all get signs and symbols from them. I, this is not unique. Like I'm not a chosen one. I've like worked really hard to build up my symbology and I do this all the time. And yeah, it's really interesting. How do you control the filter, I suppose? Have you come to that point where you have the ability to shut off like when you know it's your thoughts and feelings and what's coming through? How do you balance, measure, filter that? Yeah, so when I first start reading for someone, um, I've got a lot of like rituals in place that I like – communicate with spirit within my mind and I sort of people will see me when I read for them I take a really like deep breath and I like let it all out and it's almost like me like signaling to spirit that I'm letting go of all my own personal thoughts and everything right now and I'm entering a different space which is basically me being like this vessel for spirit to just you know, come in and make me feel things and allow my mind to wander in different places. And I actually um, scribble a lot on paper when I read. And I find that with my mind, it always likes to be doing two things at once. (laughs) So I'm like, if I can just keep scribbling, so that's one thing my mind's doing. And then it sort of like calms my rational thoughts down. There's no room or space for them um, because the other side of me is trying to channel. 
I mean, it's such an intense thing to be able to be the vessel for that. And the way that you were talking about the breathing, I just immediately thought, well, it's like when you go to a restaurant, right? And they clear the table first. Like that is the equivalent for you. Like you clear that space, have that reset for the next person, the next spirit. Yeah. Are there ever times where something comes through and you're like, I'm not going to pass that on. I'm just going to keep it. Are there ever those kind of situations? No, never. I will never, ever like sugarcoat anything. I'll never leave anything out. I always want to make sure that I'm delivering exactly what spirit wants to say. But in saying that, when I call in spirit, I make sure that I'm only opening myself up to spirits that come with the highest level of love and compassion. I'm not playing with any negative fear-based energies. I don't want any predictions that are negative. That's just not my vibe. So I never get it. In doing this, like as a psychic medium, you're dealing with heavy stuff. You know, you're dealing with people who are grieving. You're dealing with quite sometimes difficult relationships between the spirit and the person that you're reading for. Maybe they didn't always get along or maybe there's, you know, drug and alcohol effects involved or traumas or anything. And you have to deliver the information in a way that intuitively you feel like the sitter's going to receive well. And that's not an easy thing to do. Like I'm actually glad that like in hindsight, I've done a degree in psychology and I never thought I would use this, but the way that I can word things and articulate messages because I've had that experience and also because I'm an EA, so I'm very used to tailoring my approach. But yeah, it's there's a knack for it because otherwise you could hit the wrong spot and you just you know, it just could end badly. So it's it's a real kind of, it's a burden to carry really when doing this because you're dealing with people's feelings and people's lives and relationships. Like I try to keep my readings fun and usually spirit do too, but you know, there's always a mix of the the heavy with the light. So yeah, it can be a lot. It's a lot of responsibility for sure. So when the spirit comes through, you're just hearing it are you feeling it? Do you see anything? What's the the senses? Yeah. So usually I see a lot more than anything. So I'm quite clairvoyant and that was how it started. I started seeing things a lot or like out of the corner of my eye, or I would see things like they would say like in your mind's eye. So within my head, I'll see like little snippets of images or something. Um, but then I kind of relied on it. I was like, oh, I just, I'm always going to be able to see. So I didn't really care about the other senses. And then as I was learning, it's so weird, they took away my sight. So I couldn't see anymore as I was learning. So when I was doing that course, I ended up doing like a 12 week course because I did her intermediate course. And then she mentored me for years. So I did free readings for anyone who would let me, but they actually took away my ability to be able to see. (laughs) And I was like, what's happened? I've lost it. And um, my mentor, Eric, is like, no, they're forcing you to use the other senses because if you want to be a well-rounded medium, you can't just say to someone, I'm seeing a truck and that's it. you got to be like, I'm seeing a truck and now I'm hearing this and now I'm feeling quite anxious around this. And then do you know what I mean? Like there's a whole story and a whole bigger picture here to this truck, whereas if you can just see only, like it's not going to give anyone anything. Yeah. So they're really they're really smart the way that they um want to work with you. Wow, <laughs> that's so fascinating. I know, I know. It was it was freaked me out. Yeah, hell yeah. When people come to see you, I'm assuming they're coming 
for so many different things and they're coming from different places. Like maybe it's a place of like heartbreak and or following a death. Um, maybe they're having like a midlife crisis or they're feeling generally unhappy or just uh, unrest, I suppose. And I'm sure. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot of people come for closure and for healing too. How many people do you think come, I guess, not only for a sense of peace, but do you think this whole experience helps people gain a sense of control back into their lives, no matter what is going on? I feel like control is probably a big thing that we may not think of at first, but we all want to have an element of control over things that do, yeah, that we may not be, we might be feeling stressed because we don't feel in control of a particular situation, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of the reason why people come to readings is to get an understanding of what's going on in their world right now and how to help navigate it and usually um afterwards even I feel like because obviously I'm connected to the person I'm reading to I feel so much lighter when I finish a reading and you can see the other person like I always make to I always like to make sure that the reading feels complete to someone so I'll always ask is there anything else you want in spirit to let you know today or to give you advice on or anyone else you want to connect with like I want to tie it in a bow Mm. and I feel like that approach makes people have that sense of I got my answers today I feel like I've got some more tools or some clarity on the direction that I need to go in and yeah as you said it does make people feel like they've got more control back of their life and they're standing back in their power and they're in control of their choices and their decisions from that day forward. Well, I'm ready to do a little vibe if you are like, I don't know how the fuck we're doing this. And I don't know, like it doesn't have to be lengthy or like whatever you lead the way with this. So like, are you going to just try and like get something from me? Like, (laughs) I'm like, what, how, how's it work? Yeah, yeah. So um, well, I'll explain to you how I work so you know what to expect because um, everyone's so different. Yeah. Um, I usually say this to people when I read for them anyway. So here's a little like intro. Yep. Um, so obviously I work as a psychic medium. So all the information that we'll get today are from your loved ones on the other side. Um, my process is usually I'll just take a little minute and I'll connect to you and your energy and I'll just see who is around you tonight. Then I'll come back to you with what I'm getting. Hopefully we can figure out who it might be and then start deciphering the messages they have for you. Okay, so at this point we dive into our session and like I said earlier, I won't give you all of it because it is a bit lengthy, but I'll I'll just briefly walk you through some key moments. So all in all, there were three spirits that came through. The first one that you're about to hear about was a male who I couldn't actually identify, but they were talking a lot about health and whilst I don't know. I didn't really expect that kind of thing to come through, to be honest, but I could resonate with their message. I feel like the reason why he's bringing up his health and his focus on his physical fitness and making sure that he is basically like on point is because he sees this in you and he wants to connect with you, with your focus, which has changed very much to more 
about your health, more about your fitness, more about putting you first and that self-care is becoming very important to you, particularly recently because you kind of let things slip. Um, And it, yeah, and it made you feel really terrible about yourself and you got in your head a lot because he's showing me that your mental health was affected by the fact that you weren't doing these things. And so he wants to commend you on your ability to be able to put yourself first again. Yeah. So does that make sense yeah. to you in terms of your focus? Yeah, totally. And like it has been such a recent thing that I've – it's literally just going back to doing hot mat Pilates ah. just recently. So I used to go to it and then I've – I reckon like the last eight-odd months I've just really fallen off the ball in terms of doing that little thing for me and I've been just – and especially now working from home, I just get – really caught up in kind of like toxic productivity and work guilt. Like I feel like I should just be at home working and not breaking up my day. So I started going back literally like three, four weeks ago and it's already made like a huge difference. Like it's the thing I look forward to. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And I also love that he's validating that as something that spirit are really, we're encouraging you to get back there. The second spirit that came through, I suspect could maybe be my mum's mum who passed away 10 years ago and touches on her final hours in hospital because I was the only one in my family who went in and got to say like my goodbye. She keeps closing my throat. So when I get this, I feel as though that someone, um, that she may have been in a comatose state or couldn't communicate or you didn't get the chance to say goodbye because she keeps referencing the throat. Um So she may not have been able to communicate as well as what she used to, um, but I definitely feel like there's something here around um, people not being able to make it to say goodbye. Do you know what she might be referencing here? Um, I think hearing that makes me actually think of mum's mum because I know when she passed and I I got to say bye to her, um, she was she passed of cancer but in those like the final hours of her life like just – I was in the hospital room with her and she was just like, I can't even describe the state she was in, like making noises and stuff, but obviously couldn't communicate. And she would have been able to hear me, um, but she wouldn't have been able to have a conversation. Like she was like in and out of consciousness and just like, like literally in those dying hours, um, with like the whole body's just kind of shutting off. So, And I remember my sister didn't make it in time to say bye to her. So it was like the next morning she went in and like her bed was already made up. Like she was already, you know, wheeled out. So oh. that, yeah, so that that's what I'm thinking. So oh that my was my mum's mum who we called Nana. She's actually apologising to you, um, not just in those final hours of her passing, but also the fact that it was her worst nightmare to see you watch her be that way. She's very grateful to you for taking the time to be there for her when I don't feel like that other people could physically be there um, due to circumstance. And you kind of, I just heard you took one for the team. That's what I just heard. So I think a lot of people really appreciated your presence at that time. She wants to thank you for that. And the third spirit I was asking for my dad's mum, Nanny, who passed away. Um, that happened like 19 years ago. It was 2004. It's crazy. It's actually so long now. She lived in Geelong. And when I think of my time spent there, I think of always doing like a particular jigsaw every morning in bed. I remember always having like milky cups of tea or vegetable soup in these massive mugs, things that were very like specific nanny things. She's going to tell you like what she thinks. 
she's she says it though in a like she tailors her approach to people really well but you know you're going to get an honest authentic answer from her and she always comes from a place of wanting people to feel supported um and no wool pulled over anyone's eyes Mm -hmm. because she felt like the wool was pulled over her eyes throughout her life Mm -hmm. and she feels like it took her a little while to be able to figure out who she was and that she was good enough Mm -hmm. Um, I keep hearing like three I keep seeing and hearing the number three so this to me means there's some significance around three so do you like do you have three siblings are you one of three three siblings Cool. All right. So she's validating that. She's showing me um, traditions of when you would go there. So every time you went there, you knew that like she was going to, there's like this tradition with her. You always know what you're kind of going to get. And she liked that. It's like comfort in knowing. And she liked that too. She liked the routine of it. She liked being um, surprised too when you guys would come. So I think sometimes she got a surprise or it was like, though I told you her that you were coming um, because she keeps referencing wanting to let you know that it was always a nice surprise. That's what I just heard. It's a strange thing though when you have such a clear, distinct version of someone but then as time passes after their passing, you come to learn things that make you question who you knew and I've made discoveries about Nanny that have really kind of blown my mind since her passing and I've been dying to know what the hell she has to say about that because, yeah, a conversation with me as a 32-year-old is going to be hell different to the last conversation we had when I was like 12 years old. Well, as you were talking, the first thing that I was hearing was that she's surprised it's taken this long for things to unfold, Um, but people tend to keep their cards close to their chest. Um, And this side of her is something that I feel like that she wanted to leave behind, and this is why she didn't find it relevant to include you in something that was not something that she felt she wanted to carry on with. It's sort of like she's showing me old versions of herself and then the current version of what how you knew her. She's not bringing through a harsh energy, but she's bringing through, I think I was saying in the beginning, that very much direct, authentic, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. I'm going to tailor my approach to make sure that I do it in a way that's delivered how I'm meaning it to be delivered. Um, But I just keep feeling as though there's nothing that she really, there's nothing that she really regrets so much. It's just that she wishes that her relationships with her kids could have been stronger for them to be able to understand what she'd been through that led her to become the mum that she was. So she's showing me here that She didn't just wake up or have these kids and be like, I want them to feel a certain way about me. I want them not to like me. I want to treat them shit. Like that was not her intention at all. It was just her heart was hardened and it was because of what she'd been through and she didn't feel like she could um, be as emotionally available as what they needed um, because she wasn't even in touch with those emotions. It's kind of like if you haven't done the work, what do you have to give to others? 
Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like awkward and you're like, oh, it's going to I've read for people in really deep states of grief. So their friends may have passed like days earlier. And so that's heavy mm. because sometimes you have someone on the other side and they're like bawling. But when they're in that state and because spirit sometimes like to lighten the mood and give you a little bit of fun with the, you know, the closure or the healing and they're not receiving that right now because they can't laugh they can't see the lightness yet because they're not in that I guess they haven't acknowledged what's happened yet they're still processing that's when things can get tough so I would really encourage people to have readings once it's been you know maybe a month or like a few weeks or something where you feel like yes you're sad and you're not going to get over it but you're also in a state where you can start feeling a little bit lighter from it um, because then you're really going to be able to get the most out of it. And spirit don't want to come and make you cry. Like that's not the intent. They come to like make you laugh and tell you that they're okay and give you closure and answer questions. And, you know, you want to get the best out of a reading when you do it. So, And then when – like I guess you'll do it in a minute or whatever. Like do you have to – so when I did like a Ouija board, we had to like ask the spirit to leave. Like do you have to be like, thank you, bye. Like how do you switch it off? Yeah, so basically I have kind of like a portal. So um, I'll open up my portal and ask your spirits to come forward and then when I'm finished reading for you, I'll ask them to go back through the portal the way that they came in and then I kind of just do my Palo Santo and um, my incense and stuff and kind of close myself down and – that's kind of it. The The last final question I'd have for you, Jess, I guess we, we touched on it earlier, but when people, you know, finish listening to this podcast and have a moment to kind of reflect on what they can be doing within their own lives in terms of, you know, reaching out to people who have passed or kind of tapping into their intuition, what is the kind of advice that you would give? Like how can people embrace that more? Yeah, so for me, I always like to – really just trust my initial instincts with things. Um, that's really the place to start. And for me also, like the way I started tapping into all of this was just taking little moments of like reflection or silence. So literally I'll stand here sometimes if I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I'll just go, okay, just stop for a minute. I'll just take a deep breath and I'll close my eyes. And then I'll just be like, what do I hear right now? Like get back to basics. I might hear a car. I might hear something. I might be feeling a certain way. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I can hear birds. It's almost like tricking your brain into just coming back to this moment right now. And that's sort of the practice of, I guess, clearing your mind allows you to have so much more clarity and whatever works for you. I think that usually works for me. But the more that you can practice that like meditative state or you feeling calm or back in your body or back in your power, that's how your intuition can start kicking in because you're removing the clutter from your head to allow it to come in. Doing that practice of clearing your head and like coming back to the present, that will allow you to open up your intuition and yeah, it'll be on. It's on. I love it. Mm. Thank you so much again for taking time and for yeah, doing a little bit of a vibe check with um, my spirits. I really appreciate you going there. <laughs> of course. I loved it. Thank you. 
If you want to learn more from Jessica Lynn, you can connect with her on Instagram. I've popped a link in the show notes of this episode. But thank you so much for listening to Figuring Out 30. I'm Bridget Husswaite. Again, if you've had any experiences with a psychic medium, clairvoyant, tarot card reader, I'd love to hear your story. So share it on our Instagram at Figuring Out 30 Podcast. And if you are enjoying what you're hearing from this project and you've got the time, I would so greatly appreciate a review, a rating. Yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, if that's on Spotify or Apple, it really helps this project reach more people. So thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.